Welcome everybody back to the Steve Jordan Experience. And if this is your first time joining me, thank you so much for joining me. I got a guest that I'm reconnecting with. Uh, we just signed on and uh, he told me that we've met before. And now that we uh, we talked a little bit about that, I remember uh, wholeheartedly. Scott Mallon, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here and to catch up with you. Might be one of the most awkward things in the world to have somebody go, I've met you. And they go, huh? <laughs> and you're yeah. like, wait a second. Now I have to rattle my brain to figure out. By the way, it was like 13, 14 years ago, we met like once. Uh, and then briefly again, another time. But like, I remember it and I'll explain why, because it, it actually impacted my life, which is a cool thing. And a very cool compliment to you, Steve. Awesome. But man. it's Thank funny. you so much for that compliment. And that's it's funny. You know, that's what I love doing. It's, uh, you know, sharing that. And, and I'm, I'm excited to find out how and where I was able to influence you in that way. Yeah. So I came in, it was a little random, like my wife, uh, we had, we weren't even married yet. We were still dating, came in and uh, she knew I was like really into fitness and stuff. And she's like, oh, you got to meet like, you know, this guy, Steve, he's like really cool. Came into your studio where you were, you know, training people and kind of you had a few minutes. So you just kind of gave me a little tour of the place and you showed me this like piece of equipment. And I was kind of like, wow, God, this guy has like the coolest stuff in here. Like what, a, like for me, it was like a kid in a candy store, right? I was like all this amazing equipment and a lot of stuff I hadn't seen before. And the thing that blew me away was you had this thing called a vibracusser, mm -hmm. which back then nobody had it. Nobody knew what it was. And it was like, you know, it's basically me, like actually it's it's called the dm the, i have the dms the deep muscle stimulator which is like the virus oh you had the dms okay so i okay so that's what you had i went out and bought the vibracusser because it was like it was like 13 1400 but i was like yeah the, know, well, screw the, it, i'm the, getting it the dms the deep muscle stimulator was three thousand dollars oh wow and so you had the one that was like metal it was metal, like more of a metal yeah. i so, still have it and it's still my preferred use of of tool that's so funny. Yeah. And obviously now everyone's listening like, oh, the Theragun and, you know, all, all yeah. that stuff that came out. This was like 10 years before any of that stuff existed. Way and before. Yeah. Nobody knew anything about it. And it became like my favorite tool, like for myself and for clients. And uh, I don't know if you know, I have a buddy, Jason Walsh. Um, yeah, I know Jason Walsh. Yeah. Figured you know Jason, and so yeah. I introduced it to him, and then he brought it into his his studio with all his clients, and it just sort of was like this wave of. But I saw it at your place first, and it really impacted me because I was like, man, like stretching, strengthening, doing exercises, all this kind of stuff. I'd always come to it from more of a rehab perspective instead of like just get strong. Like it was always because I had like my own injuries. And so this thing just spoke to me and I was like, oh my God, I could do so much with this thing that stretching, you know, and strengthening can't do Yeah. as a tool. It's like a miracle. And so anyway, so that was how I met you and that's how Amazing. I've always thought of you. Amazing. Well, that's awesome. And I am really grateful I was able to inspire you and uh, share that that tool, amazing tool, because I, the same way. So I'm going to give you a backstory on how I was first introduced to it. So I was an educator for the National Academy of Sports Medicine, which who I know you're certified through. I know um, and when I moved out to California 20 years ago, that was my goal. Like I was like, I had, they had changed my way of training um, when I was living back East. 
they had for the very first time, like gave me a system, a systematic way to work with any kind of client, the OPT model. Mm-hmm. And um, to make a long story short, our, our, our president, Dr. Michael Clark, would see professional athletes like Shaquille O'Neal, Wayne Gretzky. I mean, the best of the best that would come into our clinic. And every once in a while, I would get to watch and like see what he was doing with them. And he had the DMS, the deep muscle stimulator. And he would like go into town and, you know, help to mobilize and heal and create all this new, um, this, this, this new tissue tension and, and releasing it. And so uh, that's where I first was exposed to it. And then I went off on my own and then I looked it up and I saw it was $3,000. And I was like, holy moly, you know what? I'm going to invest in this because I'm like, this is, I saw firsthand what this tool was able to do. Nobody else has this. I'm going to differentiate myself. So I carried this thing. And I, when I started getting my clients, you know, Hollywood, A-listers and, you know, very rich, wealthy people, I'd come in with this thing and I'd start doing my thing and like helping them and creating so much results. And it really helped to solidify me as a, as a professional and to give them something that nobody else was able to do. And then somebody would, they would refer me and someone on the other line, you know, a a woman, like I remember they'd be like, hi, uh, this is so-and-so. They said, you have this vibrating like gun. Can you please bring that? And I'm like, I got a smile on the other end. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'll bring it. (laughs) Yeah. So that's how I first used it. And 20 years later, I have the same one and that thing has paid itself off I mean, a hundredfold and it has been extraordinary. And, you know, I was excited to see like a hypervolt and Theragun and all these others come into play. It kind of dumbed it down a little bit, which I'm not super stoked on, you know, Um, you know, I'm grateful that I was a leader in that. And I often tell people like, sometimes I'm so way ahead of my, of my, of where the, you know, the, the norm is that sometimes it's too far, but it's cool to see everybody doing it. Like I was having a, a conversation today and I know this show is about you, but it's all relevant. <laughs> no, this um, is about you, Steve. No, it's not. <laughs> um, it is the Steve Jordan experience. Right? <laughs> um, I, I was in the gym today uh, working out actually. And uh, this guy comes up, he knows I'm a trainer. He's like, Hey, you know, da, 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 I've got this neat thing. I was playing tennis, la, la, la. And I was like, yeah, you should do this, da, da, da. And he's like, well, what do you think about Norma tech? And I was like, you know, it's good, but it's yeah. not the end all be all. It's not going to help your knee. You know, yeah. like if you were playing basketball, like professionally four times a week and you needed to recover at the highest level. Right. Sure. It's great, but not for just the everyday Joe, you know, go, go stretch, go like, <laughs> go, go in a hot tub, go, you know, like yeah. something like that is a little better. So the point is like, not everything is always great. It's just because you know, professionals like you and I use it, athletes are using it, people think all of it's good. And it's good. It's better than nothing. But I just wanted to add that. So well, the very cool is, that it helped to shape your career as well. Yeah, it, absolutely. And I, I, I just to kind of agree with what you're saying there in terms of, you know, other people using it. Um, I think it's great that everyone can get their hands on. So I look, I was in Costco the other day, they, they sell sharper image, like they sell them for 50 to a hundred dollars. You can go buy these things. They're a far cry from, you know, those more professional tools, but you still can use something. And um, that's helpful. The, the only issue is nobody knows how to really use them or where to use them. So, you know, it's, oh, I'm, I'm using it on my, my QL, you know, it's like, I'm using it on my side of my low back. Like, mm, I don't know. 
Um, I'm using it on my, you know, on my knee. I'm like, you're actually touching it to your kneecap. Like people, and then like, oh, I'll use it on the side of my leg and, you know, I'll use it on my quads. And I'm like, okay, but that's not going to unlock your hips. Like that's not going to deal with the underlying issues that you have. So I always tell people like when I'm using it, I'm like a surgeon with that thing, you know, like not like I'm a doctor, but you know, like I just, I'm an artist. Like I can just feel the tension and I know the spots to hit and that's what unlocks everything. So I still think like there's so much use for it for professionals, um, even though people have them. Cause I think a lot of times, Oh, I have, I have a Theragun. I have a hyperfold. It's like, "Mm, okay, that's great. But I guarantee you that's not going to be enough for you. Totally. I, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, it's a great segue into your career. Uh, after I got the email and the, the schedule that you were on the show, I looked you up and I mean, you have an amazing site. You have a, uh, a, basically like a healing center, you know, like it's a place where you can, you work with almost anybody and anybody can get a system. You're the Malin method where they're able to find the, the relief through proven technology, through science application, um, and the results, um, they speak for themselves. I love the system that you created. So many people, including myself, can't necessarily create systems, you know, and you've done that very, very well and very simplified. Um, and it looks like it's very successful as well. I mean, you have over 11 million hits and views and, and uses on YouTube, which is extraordinary. I mean, dude, that is like big time. Can you imagine like seeing 11 million people out in a field somewhere or somewhere? I mean, that's a huge amount of people, man. I think the city of Los Angeles doesn't even have 11 million people. Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. that means a lot coming from a guy like you, who I definitely looked at as like one of my inspirations, you know, when I was kind of coming up a long time ago. So thank you know, you. You, you've always been that guy for me. That's like one of those few guys that's always on the forefront and I'm always trying to learn more and, and pick up bits of knowledge here and there. I mean, I'll even be in the gym. It's rare, but I'll be in the gym and I'll watch somebody and be like, Ooh, that's pretty good. I'm going to seal that. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times it's, you know, people doing bicep curls, but a lot of times, you know, once in a while you'll see a guy come in or a girl come in and be like, Oh my God, that's a really cool. So I'm always looking for that kind of coolness, you know, something new. You're um, an artist. So you look, you appreciate other people's art as well. And I know, well, thank you. And I, uh, and I just, you know, I, I just feel like even though I have like quote unquote a system, it's one of the things I don't like about systems is that they feel the second they come out, they're already aging and, you know, they're firm and they're not flexible. And well, what about this? And even NASM and, you know, like then there's more things that come out and then they're trying to evolve, constantly evolve, which is good. And I feel the same way. It's nothing should be kind of hard and fast and just this is it because things are always evolving and always changing. We're always learning more. So that's kind of how I view it. Um, and, and so the system is, you know, thank you. I really appreciate that. It, it, it really did come from my love of just as much as I, as much as I love strength and conditioning, which I love, and it's absolutely, you know, the other half of the coin, but the first half is getting your body right, you know, mm-hmm. getting out of pain, getting your body functioning at a good level, like mobility, dynamic range of motion, strength on a, on a fundamental level before you can really introduce, you know, all the, you know, the power and all that well, stuff. But so, our audience doesn't, I'm, you know, we're talking to my audience. We're not, you're not talking to me. Yeah. So, so yeah. It. So, you know, I always came at it from, you know, I know that you, you, I was reading a little bit about you, you know, that you had an injury that you fell and you had a, a bad injury. And I, 
I had a really bad low back injury. And that's, I think what really, I dove into the deep end into this whole world. And I think a lot of people who get into this or, you know, learn about it or eventually teach it is because something happened to them and they, they didn't like, in my case, I didn't like the answers I saw out there. I didn't, I went to different people and I didn't like what they were telling me. And I, I tried different methods. It didn't work. And so I was like, I just feel like there's a better way. And that was really kind of at the, the precipice of NASM and kind of this new model of how to, you know, break things down and fix old habits and then change, you know, those movement patterns and then start to strengthen it. Um, can so you, I guess, can you pause there for a second and tell us yeah. a little bit about what that injury was? You said a back pain, but there's a lot of people who have back pain. Like what was the yeah. severity of, I know after reading about it, you, you were laid up in bed for almost six months. I was, yeah, it was a, a, a 10 millimeter bulge be, in my low back, uh, L5, between L5 and S1 uh, vertebrae. And so it was right there and I had terrible sciatica. I couldn't sit. Uh, I couldn't do anything. And um, it was and anything awful. meaning like probably you probably couldn't poop. You couldn't, have, <laughs> I couldn't right? do it. It was, you brutal. couldn't sneeze. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm saying this, I'm getting a little graphic here because I can relate to that too, because it's true. Like, I mean, when you say anything, people think like, oh, I couldn't uh, play a sport or I couldn't run or jog, but like basic life things that you need to survive. Like when you sneeze, you're like, oh my God, like, yeah. you're, like holding onto the walls, like there's an earthquake. You, you're, you're like, bracing you can't poop you can't have sex or if you do like there's pain involved and it's not comfortable it's terrible you can't even imagine how fundamental your core is until you lose it uh it, it is every single thing that you do at all times of the day involves your back and the second like you can't move it and without feeling pain you can't do anything it's literally, it's almost like you, you have two halves and that back, that core is what connects you. And the second that goes bad, man, it, it, there are so many things about it, obviously the pain, but the, the emotional, like psychological torture that you go through, you can't sleep, you know, you just can't ever get comfortable. And when you're in pain 24 hours a day and you get no relief, it starts to get very, very depressing. And you start to feel like, I'm never going to get over this. My life as I knew it is over. I won't get to, you know, and I was a super active guy, sports. I heard it, I think playing. So my story real quick is I heard it playing basketball. I was playing basketball like hours a day. And, you know, I was in my early twenties. So I was like, fine, but I tweaked it. And it was like one of those things, like, I feel a little something. It's probably fine. Probably played a couple more times when I shouldn't have. It got worse. And then you'll probably laugh at this, but I went and saw, I didn't know anything. And so I just asked people, what should I do? I don't, I don't know what to do. And so was, go to a chiropractor. So I went to a chiropractor, someone who's supposed to be like amazing. Like they all say, oh, this guy's amazing. Go see him. So he, he manipulated my, he had me go, you know, my right leg over my left. And then he cracked my back and it felt good for a second. And then I got up off the table and I was like, oh my God, I don't, I don't feel good. And then I had trouble getting into my car. And this is where I was really stupid. He was like, I, I called and I was really angry. I was like, I think you made me a lot worse. He's like, no, no, that's just part of the process. You need to come in. I need to do it again. And I went back and he did it again. And after that, I couldn't, I couldn't walk anymore. And when I finally went and saw, uh, you know, a real orthopedist, he was like, well, you're my person for the week or my, the month, whatever it was that came in from a chiropractor. 
That is not to say that chiropractors are bad or that people shouldn't go to chiropractors. What the orthopedist told me was that your, your disc was just out enough where the manipulation was either going to put that disc back in or jut it out further. And he's like, so it was a little bit of like Russian roulette when you got that manipulation and it just did the opposite. And so, um, yeah, I was screwed. And I, I lived for a long, you know, six months, as you know, um, and it wasn't until I really started discovering, like, I just thought, like, if I got myself into this mess, I wonder if I can get myself out of this mess. And that's really my whole message, you know, for people who are in pain, for people who feel like their life is over and I'm never going to get to play basketball again, or of this new a friend of mine who I met like six months ago is like, I'll never be able to surf again. Um, just giving up the things that you love um, and life as you knew it. My message is no, that's, it does not have to be a death sentence. You, you can, in my case, it was like this chiropractor kind of manipulated me, but most of the time it's chronic and it just gets worse and degenerates more and more over time. And my whole message is you did it to yourself, but you can also fix it. You can take that power back. It's not hopeless. You can do something about it. And my whole belief system on this is that you, most people, almost all people have these basic postural distortions that have developed and hardened over many, many years, decades. And it's not the easiest thing in the world to undo that. But first of all, be aware that you even have it. That's a big thing. And then the next thing is, well, what did I do to kind of create that? And now can I start to unglue myself? And people are always shocked that, you know, there's a roadmap here where you can kind of unglue and unstick and start to get mobile again. And it's not, uh, you know, oh, you wake up one day and I'm, I'm fine. It, it is gradual, but, you know, there's little wins, little wins. And then you look back, just like you're hiking up a mountain, you look back and you're like, oh my God, look at the view. Like, I can't believe how far I came in. Anyway, so that's kind of the whole thing. That's, that's awesome. I'm sorry that you went through that, but it's awesome that you came out the other end. I believe yeah. that, you know, breakdowns can lead through breakthroughs and you turn into a breakthrough and a successful business at that. What was the point in, you know, that recovery when you're lying in bed there where you're like, enough is enough. Like I need to th 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 then take the next step and take your life in control, as you said, get the power back. I think for me, I was trying different strategies. You know, I had a full, what are those, those like tables that you inverted tables and I would hang on the inverted table. I went to, um, um, acupuncture. I, I tried some different methods where I went and got some physical rehab and they, you know, they stuck the, you know, the, what are they, the little electrodes on you Electric stimulations. Steam. Yeah. And I just tried different stuff and none of it worked for me. And I just got really, really, I was just, remember, I was just laying there and I was like, Ugh. I don't know what to do. This is so frustrating. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try and figure this out myself. I wonder if, you know, is there something I did? And that's what kind of led me into uh, realizing that over, I started reading and reading and reading. And I was like, oh my God, I actually have a basic kind of hip postural distortion where I tuck my butt under and I have this really flat back. And then I realized, and then I learned that you have this nice little curve in your back, this little S curve. And if you have a flat back, the vertebrae start to collapse on each other and that puts pressure on those discs. So if you're able to kind of get a little bit of that natural curve back, the vertebrae can move off the discs and all those delicate nerves can relax 
And, um, you know, the back is one of those things is so delicate, you know, once it's hurt, uh, anything aggravates it. You know, you, I always, even to this day, if I go get a massage or I'm, you know, using a, the, any of those tools, I almost never use them on my low back. That's why I made that joke before. Cause I, for me, I'm just still super sensitive and I just avoid it altogether. I'm like, instead I'll just work the hips and the glutes and my legs mm-hmm. and, you know, upper body, but I won't go near the low back. Cause it's just too, for me, it's just too tender. Well, it's a good point that you make there. And I, I want to uh, comment on that. Oftentimes when you have a, a, a disability like you had there and you have a herniation or you have back pain or something, it's going to be there. It doesn't go away. It just doesn't disappear. Even with surgery, it doesn't disappear. But what you have to do is you have to manage it. And I give an example to my clients when I say like something, if I were your dentist and I said, you have a, 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 and a, a propensity to have cavities. And if you don't brush and floss twice a day, you're going to lose your teeth in 10 years. Mm. You would be proactive because there's more superficial, you know, kind of uh, an association with that. You want to keep your teeth, you, you know, have the thought of having dentures is not, um, not appealing. So you brush your teeth twice a day, you created a habit. Well, it's the same thing with your body. Like you, sh- you should stretch and you should do things that are managing that pain, although it's disappeared and not gone or not, not there or apparent, you still have to manage it. And I'm sure like you, you probably stretch every day. You probably do some activation of every day. You wake up that and you don't just jump out of bed. Like you were when you're 10 years old, like you do things to get out of bed you maybe stretch, you move a little bit, you mobilize and you shake yourself out after sleeping for eight hours. And I'm just using that as an example, but it's a management. You have to manage it. Our body is like a house, like if after so many years, you got to take care of that house. You can't just take it for granted. Otherwise it's going to collapse and it's going to look like crap and feel like crap. Oh, we speak the same language. Uh, I completely agree. You know, once you have an injury, you know, there's prehab and there's rehab. So prehab is really trying to prevent, you know, and rehab is after the injury. I always tell people like, please don't wait till you get injured. You know, you, I can look at somebody and be like, you're, you're primed for a knee injury. You're primed for a low back injury. I, you must have shoulder pain. People look at me like I'm like a psychic. I'm like, let me guess, you have terrible headaches. And like, how do you know I have headaches? I'm, I'm looking at you walk. Your shoulders, you're so rounded. Your neck is jutting forward. You must be under like terrible strain all the time. You're primed. I hope you don't play sports because if you do, you're going to have a shoulder injury. And so, you know, part of it is like, please like, don't, don't wait until you get injured. Most people don't listen to that and they do get injured. It's sort of like, you know, to your point about teeth, it's kind of the same, like heart disease. Like most people don't want to change their diet till they go see their doctor. And they're like, you know, your LDL cholesterol is like through the roof. You got to do something right away or, and then, and then they'll change. They wait till the emergency happens. Uh, So that's another thing I, you know, I just feel like Please, you don't have to wait till you get injured. But if you are injured, yes, uh, it's not that this is a cure. Like there's no such thing as like going back to pre-injury, but you can at least get yourself back to pain-free. It is always something that you're going to want to be aware of and manage. Uh, I I mean, my back is totally pain-free, but I'm always aware of it still. I'm still afraid like, oh, I hope I don't. And so I do extra to make sure that my glutes are strong. My posture is good. Like I'm stretching, I'm activating all those things you said. Um, but it is, you know, the, the thing about it is I want to make it sound like it's work. Like I love it. I love 
feeling good, being able to move, pick up my kids, run around. Like my son wants to go play handball. I can go do it without thinking twice about it. Like most people, when they hit their forties and fifties, they're like, Oh, they're, they're, they're like prime for one of those like career ending things. Uh, and I say career, like weekend warrior career ending things. And I have so many friends. I still play basketball. I have so many friends who are like dropping like flies now, you know, they just, they get hurt and they're like, I'm done. And, you know, there are certain sports that are harder than others. Basketball is a hard one, but you can keep doing what you love, but it is exactly what you said. It is management. And, but that management of your body, it's, it's like a journey. It's like a beautiful experience. It's, it's your house. It's where you live, take amazing care of it. And it will pay huge dividends. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us about the Malin method. What is, uh, what, what can somebody expect if they were to sign up? So, um, you know, like you and like me, we've both worked with a lot of different kinds of clients, you know, across the board, you know, athletes, celebrities, you know, you name it, just everyday people. Like we've all, you know, I've worked with a lot of people and I love it. I love working one-on-one with people, but I also felt like, you know, what I've learned and what I've applied to myself and what I've helped clients do it's still one-on-one. And I love the idea of being able to share that knowledge on a wider scale. People, instead of one-on-one, being able to help hundreds or thousands or whatever it is around the world, you know? And so the system is basically designed to help anybody from home be able to start to do all of these things that I would teach them if I was, you know, with them one-on-one. And you're kind of there with me and I'm just taking you through like, here's what you do. Step one, just start doing this. And I uh, designed it for different joints. So it's for the ankle, the knee, the low back, um, the shoulder, tennis, elbow, and carpal tunnel. Kind of the main, what I had felt was like kind of the main injury points, the main joints that get under pressure and cause problems. Um, and so that's what it is. It's basically, you know, you pick the area that's kind of causing you problems and I just take you through, here's everything you need to do from step one, all the way to the end. Um, and then taking you through to like prehab stuff, which is, you know, okay, so you're out of pain now, like, like exactly what you had said, let's manage it now. Let's make sure that this doesn't come back. Let's get you even stronger than you were pre-injury. Um, and so that's, that's what it's about. It's just being able to do it at home with minimal equipment or no equipment, even in a lot of cases and, uh, you know, get, get really good results. So are they pre-recorded or do you work with people in groups? How does it, how do you go? How do you scale that? So it is, uh, there are videos that I like kind of professionally did of me and a, um, a friend of mine who's also a trainer, um, just using him as a guinea pig and just taking him through it. Like, this is you, you do what he's doing and I'm going to show you like what you need to be focused on. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's different videos. It's, you know, it's a lot of different videos for each, you know, area. And you awesome. just kind of go through the videos and then, you know, you get to a point where you're like, all right, I think I kind of got it. it's 20 to 30 minutes about of what I need to do here. And then, you know, you can kind of refer to them when you need to on your phone or whatever. Awesome. That's great. So is there an app as well? You said on your phone? Uh, it's so it's not an app I've we've definitely looked into that it, but it's it's so simple because it's basically like here's the videos like yeah. you just go to the page and just click on I think apps can be they're I mean unless you're a big brands you know and you got money to just kind of burn it's uh it, it's un, it's unnecessary yeah, yeah it's just another thing you got to 
kind of download and whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just try to keep it as simple as possible. I actually try to keep as little apps on my phone as possible now. Like I, I'm like when <laughs> someone says, oh, you got to download this app. And I'm like, oh, I really don't want to because then it just makes it more crowded. I'm like, yeah, I don't I like I look for something. I'm like, where the hell is this? Like, I know I, I can't find it. I got to go through three pages of apps to try and find something I'm looking for. It's <laughs> so like phone I, fatigue. I, I, I've gotten to the point where I've started like kind of hating my phone. I think it's a good thing because yeah. I we, they're so addictive that I, I I'm happy that I'm like, oh, I, I put it away. You know, I'm, I don't even want to look at this thing for a while. So I totally no get it. No, no doubt. So tell us a little. So so you have, you know, your your methods, uh, obviously movement methods. In your experience, in your opinion, like what are some other areas that people can clean up, do better in, uh, be more aware of that also could prevent, uh, alleviate, um, and or even help their pain that they're that they're trying to manage right now? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it's, you know, everybody has something different that they're dealing. One of the things I've learned, I know you know this, uh, gosh, everyone really does have unique set of experiences and injuries. That being said, everyone has a very similar type of body. There's only a few different planes of motion. You know, joints are supposed to move a certain way. Um, um, my advice would be to just really focus on what the body is meant to do. So, for example, your ankles are a really mobile joint, okay? Uh, if you have a mobile joint, do your best to keep it mobile. So, if you had a sprained ankle... And instead of rehabilitating it, you strap on an ankle brace. Um, that is only should be done if it's so unstable that it's like almost like a medical issue. Otherwise, you should be working to rehabilitate that ankle so that you don't need a brace because that brace is going to immobilize it. The second you immobilize a mobile joint like the ankle and you try to move, your body needs to get that motion from somewhere. So what's the next joint up the kinetic chain? It's the knee. Well, the knee is, a, is an immobile joint. The knee is not supposed to move. But if you took a mobile joint and you immobilized it, uh, you're going to be in trouble because then your knee is going to go, well, I mean, you're the boss. You're telling me to move here. I'm going to do the best I can for you. But I don't, I don't think I can. And then, you know, the knee goes past 15 degrees and you get an MCL or an ACL tear. So, um, and then it just keeps going, right? So then like, you know, well, you know, my back went out. Well, wh why did your back go out? Is it a mystery? Is it just life is unfair? Or is it maybe, you know, be a little bit aware of your body. Look in the mirror profile. Do you think you have good posture? Take a look at yourself. Like, do, do you, do your shoulders round? Does your butt tuck under? Does your butt uh, go too far back? You know, do you have too much of a curve in your low back? Um, is one shoulder higher than the other? Like, just take a look at yourself, you know? And from there, when you go work out, do everything slower, do everything with intention. You know, why am I do ask yourself, why am I doing this exercise? I'm going to the gym and I'm just literally, I see people. And I, a lot of times I just think they wandering around going from machine to machine, or even sadder, I see trainers just training people on machines. And I'm like, what do they need you for? Like, they, you're just putting them on a, a, a machine and having them do chest presses. <laughs> Why do they need to pay you for that? You're supposed to be, as a, as a professional, you're supposed to know, hey, this is why you're doing this exercise. It's not random. So if you're on your own, 
ask yourself, like, why am I doing this exercise? Do I have tight hips? Well, should I be focusing on some exercises maybe I haven't done? Do I really need to be doing bicep curls? Do I really need to be doing, you know, triceps? Like, is that important for some reason? Otherwise, go to the gym, forget focusing on so much about how it looks and looking at yourself in the mirror and think about, can I do things that are going to help my body? And if you do that, you'll still burn calories. You'll still put on lean muscle. You're going to look better and better. Uh, ideally, you're focusing on more uh, dynamic movements that are even burning more calories than you would have seated, you know, whatever exercises anyway. Um, do more whole body exercises. Do less weights. Uh, my message is just do things with intention. Do it slower and know what you're doing and why you're doing it. And you will get so much more benefit out of every trip to the gym. And you'll start to see way more results, not only physically, but like how you feel and how you move. And that goes back to what I said before. Then it becomes addictive. You're like, I heard Schwarzenegger talk about like some guys like, are you going to keep working out? You know, whatever. He's like, it's how could I not work out? It's like sleep to me. It's 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 I will do it till the day I die because I love it. And, you know, don't look at going to the gym. I've always had this issue with calling it working out. Like it's not work. It should be one of your releases, your pleasures to be able to go and just unplug and do this amazing thing for your body in the gym. Cause we sit all day and we're hardening our bodies all day. This is your chance to go play and have fun and let, do something for your body. Awesome. That's uh, I, I love that there. And I think that's a good, good area to, to, to kind of, close the conversation up. I think you, we, you and I, Scott, have exactly the same thoughts. I was listening to you. I'm smiling. <laughs> Obviously, you can't see me if you're listening to this, but I'm smiling. I am uh, enjoying the conversation, enjoying seeing you, how excited and passionate you are about this. You know, you definitely, from when we met to now, have grown tremendously as a professional and grown tremendously as a person through the experience, the hard times and the good times. Um, I mean, you're doing amazing things and I'm inspired by you and oh, it's a really, you. it's a, it's a great pleasure, uh, to stay connected and reconnect. And I'd like to stay connected to you and kind of just keep going, man. You know, that's great that you, what I love about this field is also like, we, you know, are up to the same things. We're sharing the same stuff. We're trying to do the same things We're we're doing our best to offer the advice, the education, the motivation, to help people live their best quality of life. And it's a, uh, it's a pleasure to have somebody on here. Who's Harry, who's, who's actually doing that and sharing like the same thoughts and as you and I, so I appreciate you very much. Thank you, Steve. And like I said, I, I, I'm not just saying you were one of my inspirations. So uh, thank, thank you. you for, for really being one of those guys that was like really at the forefront of this entire movement that didn't really exist uh, before, you know, 15, 10, 15 years ago, people started changing how they thought about fitness and rehab and all that stuff. It, you, you were at the forefront. I think you still are. So, you know, thank you for having the, the DMS and, and uh, you know, kind of <laughs> altering how I viewed working out. And I, I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And, you know, it, it does, it does evolve and I appreciate that. It's nice to hear that, you know, it's, it's nice to hear and be appreciated, you know, and knowing that um, you make a difference, you know, um, it really, it's inspiring to, to, to know that. And this is what we love to do. You know, I think it's uh, important if you're listening to the show, you know, the, 
the the genuineness that Scott has, the genuineness that I have in this, what we're sharing, it's it's real. Like if you do what we're sharing with you, it will have an impact in your life. And like Scott said earlier, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not magic. We're not offering a magic solution. And that's what I'm sure, Scott, you probably agree. Like when you're, you know, you see somebody say, you know, get out of back pain in, you know, five days or I've got this or something that's a magic tool or you know, whatever it is that's going to do that. It's unlikely, you know, it's very unlikely. So just be buyer beware, you know, um, Scott, you're the real deal. So yeah. let's go to uh, his site, everybody. Um, Scott, uh, the, the Malin Method, M-A-L-I-N-M-E-T-H-O-D.com, the Malin Method. And sign up, check it out. I'm excited to hear more about this in the future. Let's have you back on the show um, and let's keep working it together, brother. Thank you, Steve. I really appreciate you. You got it, bro. Uh, it's great to have you. Thanks everybody for listening. Till next time, stay healthy and well. And subscribe to the show. And if you haven't yet rated the podcast, please do. Uh, it means a lot. It helps Scott and I get listened to more and for others to find us in that vast library of podcasts. Thanks so much for listening.